Hey, it's Meatball. And Mark. And this is the Rocker Morning Show on demand from 107.7 RKR. Kalamazoo's Rock Station, 107.7 RKR, Rocker Morning Show with Meatball. And Mark Frankhouse. Live Meatball. from the Climax Stoller Studios. Up. Tell you what, I'm just getting stoked, man. I'm yeah. ready for the uh, Thanksgiving Day football games because it's always fun. Oh, but- yeah. like uh, uh, Let's see. Who's playing? Dallas, Lions. Who's playing the late game? Is that the Patriots this year? I think so. Yeah. I'll be honest with you though, dude. Like, I'm not a you know, I'm not like a huge Cowboys fan. I'm not like anti Cowboys by yeah. any means, but I've always looked forward to the Cowboys Thanksgiving game because yeah. it's like a tradition. It's like Lions first, mm-hmm. Cowboys second. So I always look forward to those back to back games. The Cowboys used to that used to be the Fox Madden game, and right. Madden always brought the six legged turkey to Dallas. Yeah, the turducken. That or was his? Yeah, his was the turducken. The six legged turkey was the one that was in Detroit or <laughs> Detroit, something. I, yeah, yeah, yeah. So. But yeah, so it's yeah, it's crazy. So I'm getting I'm getting geared up for football. So I've been Be in fun. a football mood yeah. lately. So I've been playing uh-huh. one of my all time favorite video games on the Switch. Oh, oh, on the Nintendo emulator. Yeah, Tecmo Bowl. Awesome. The original Dirty Helmet Tecmo Bowl. Yeah, man. I had the most epic game the other day. <laughs> first. I had three games. The first one was epic in the sense that I scored the most touchdowns I've ever scored in that game against a computer. And I wasn't even playing as a good team. I was Seattle. I play as Seattle because I like the pink uniforms. And I got 10 touchdowns in one game. I didn't shut them out, though. So it was 70 to 6. All right. Okay. So the second game was okay. The second game was high. Third game, I played Chicago. And that was the most intense game of my life of Tech Mobile. So, <laughs> I'm going to tell you the story about this crazy game that I played because I I have I never love, I love a good Tech Mobile story. I've never Seriously. gone through such a range of emotions in <laughs> one minute in a video. No, no. Oh my god, you got to be serious. All over the place. So, here's what happened. Okay. Chicago in the in the first quarter Chicago went up 6 yeah. nothing. They got a touchdown and blocked their field goal, yeah, but that's yeah. the way the first ended. So they're up yeah. 6 nothing. I scored a touchdown and kicked a field goal and held them to just a field goal in the second quarter. Okay. So at the half, it was 10 to 9. I was okay. like, oh, I know All how right. this game is going to be. Yeah. So I actually went in and scored a touchdown, but so did they. But I did block their field goal again. All right. So 17 to 15. Okay. At the end of three. Yeah, Thank you. Okay, 17 to 15 at the end of the third quarter. All right. Going into the final quarter, I kicked a field goal. It was 2015. I was like, awesome. It's yeah, 2015. Solid. There's like, I had the ball with like 45 seconds left. So I'm, I'm good. All I got to do is run it. I try to get as much clock down as possible. Yeah. And if I got a punt, I'll just punt it deep, you know? Okay, yeah. So I panicked. Oh, no. And I picked a passing play. Uh-huh. I threw a pick. Oh, no! With like 28 seconds left. And uh-huh. I, I was like, ah, oh, no, because their offense, yeah, I deserved it. I deserved it. I should have just taken the sack. Because I should have just taken the sack because I knew my backup plan was just punt, you know? Oh, you suck. Shut up. So <laughs> I panicked. And then, of course... 11 seconds left. They scored a touchdown. Oh, no. Kicked the field goal. 21-15 with 11 seconds left. I'm like, it's over. Like, they beat me. I was like, I was heartbroken. Yeah. So then they went for the long kick. Yeah. They went to 
boot it deep into the end of the end zone. Yeah. They missed. <gasps> the computer miscalculated. They dinked the punt. Uh-huh. So it only they only kicked it to the 45-yard line. By the time I caught it, there's nine seconds left. Okay. And I just start breaking ankles. Yeah. I'm just weaving around people. And I'm looking <laughs> at the clock, and I got... It was at the five-second mark where I was like, I'm either going to run this and try to score the touchdown, uh-huh. or I'm going to run out of bounds and throw a passing play. Problem was, their D plays super tight, so there's right. no long pass. I run that sucker <laughs> all the way to the end zone. Out of way, out of way. I was about at the 30-yard line, yeah, 35-yard line roughly, when... Time ran out, and I'm looking, and I just start to see this dude closing in on me from the left side of the screen. I'm like, go, go, go. (laughs) And I think I had a good four-yard advantage when I ran it in the end zone. I literally got up, and I just started laughing. I was like, I have never had a more intense ending to a game that I've played for 30 years of my life. Meanwhile, your partner in the other room is going, what the hell is happening? What the heck is going on? Scarlet's Scarlet's, Oh, Scarlet is like following me around. Like, what is going on? What is going on? Scarlet's walking around going, I don't know why you're so excited, but I am too. Bark, 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 bark. Kalamazoo's Rock Station 107.7 RKR. Rock and Morning Show with Meatball. And Mark Frankhouse. Live for the Climax Solar Studios. Have you seen? I've been tagged in this video a billion times for my friends back home. Oh, it's all over the place now. <laughs> this video of the Kalamazoo school bus stuck in the snow. <laughs> Those poor kids. Oh, my God. Imagine being the bus driver. So if you don't know what we're talking about, the video's on the Rocker app. This is hilarious. <laughs> the other day during the snowstorm, I think it was Friday. I think this was Friday, yeah. And there was a school bus that got stuck in the snow. Well, you know... When you're stuck in the snow with a car, you kind of have to do the gig thrust forward. Yeah, yeah. And you get the the gig, you get the car to all right on the count of three, move forward to kind of give mm-hmm. a nudge. Yeah. Well, you're talking about a bus, <laughs> a big heavy ass thing. <laughs> so you imagine the the bus driver trying to get out and go, okay, kids, on the count of three. <laughs> And you see, you see the whole... Forward, back, forward, back, forward, back. It looks like the kids are rowing, and it's just (laughs) doing nothing. It's so funny. Like, I wanted to put it to a heavy metal song. (laughs) Dude, put it to some Amana Marth. They literally have row pits. Instead of mosh pits, they have have row pits where people get down and row. (laughs) Yes, we got to make that happen. This is... Okay, so... There's more details to this than because I I was looking at this and I was like, I thought most of the schools were out that day. And I didn't think anyone was was going to school. This is actually a a, a Kalamazoo public students that were returning from a camping trip. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah, I was at Sherman Lake because I was like, what? There was no school on Friday. So I was wondering what the heck a bunch of kids were doing in a in a bus. Yeah. That's so, so funny. They were coming back from a camping trip, which, yikes. Camping right before a snowstorm <laughs> like this. Yeah. You got <laughs> back just in time. Stuff. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> I, um, I, I uh, just have to, I just have to say this. School kids are, are built different up here, man. <laughs> I mean, aside from the fact that a half inch of snow would have closed down everything down there, you know, back home. But like, I, if I were a kid stuck on a bus, assuming you know they were taking us back to school, I would have I would have done that. I would have right. been rocking back and forth, you know, 
We weren't smart enough to have thought of it at that age anyway. But like, <laughs> I don't want to go to school. I want to go home. You know, I just came back from a camping trip with all my friends. Like, we got all these cool stories. I just want to be stuck. Exactly. Snow day on the bus, man. I live here now. <laughs> I don't care that it's eight degrees. I'm not going to school. I'm not going home. Kalamazoo's Rock Station 1077 RKR. Rock and Morning Show with me, Paul. And Mark Frankhouse. Live from the Climax Solar Studios. All right. It is time to give our daily thanks of the day. And um, today we're talking food. What foods are we thankful for? Mark, I'm going to let you go first again. All right. Number one food that I definitely miss while we're on this this journey of ours, which we'll talk about next Monday. Pizza. Oh, yes. All sorts of kinds of pizza. There There are certain brands that come January, I cannot wait to eat again. Totino's. I know. Ew. No. Barely qualifies as food. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Tortinas. <laughs> but yeah, pizza. All big right. time. Alright. Um I like it. Man. I like it. There's so many places I'm already thinking. It's one of the most versatile foods I think out there. It really is. Yeah. It is one of the best. Alright. My first one, right okay. out the gate. I am thankful for pineapple. Yum. Love pineapple. On pizza. Oh. I know. I know. Listen, there are two kinds of people in this world. Yeah, people who like pineapple on pizza, and those who are wrong, and those who won't admit that warm pineapple is delicious. Dude, hot baked fruit on a flat pine uh, tomato pie with cheese. I think because wow. it's it is it's the unique. hot fruit thing. It's unique in its own. Right. Because I don't think any other fruit would go well on pizza. But for some reason, man, a Hawaiian with ham and some bacon and yeah. pineapple slaps. Oh. Right across the face. It's so no, good. I'm I know so there's hungry. a lot of people probably throwing up in their mouth right now. Sorry. <laughs> well, don't care. Yeah, if you're throwing up in your mouth right now, get ready. Because here comes number two. All right. Um, tofu. Now, a lot of people like, ooh, tofu, but they've never had it before. So right. how can you say, ooh, tofu? Yeah. Uh, it's a sponge, technically. It's basically bean curd. But the idea is you get all the water out of it, and uh-huh. then you marinate it. Dude, it is really good. Like on okay. salads, right. in stir fries. I'll tell you what. it's I Because I had tofu before, and it was disgusting. Because I didn't marinate it in anything. Mm. It was just a white bean curd. It was disgusting. But... It absorbs whatever you soak it in. So whatever you marinate it in, it's going to taste like. So you marinate that in some barbecue and some teriyaki, and then you fry it in a pan. (sighs) Slap. So good. Marinate it in some tequila. Yeah. Hey, that wouldn't be bad. Uh, And some some bourbon, (laughs) some bourbon tofu. All right. My number two. I'm thankful for Takis. Yes. I love these things. Those little rolled up chips. Yeah. Specifically, the Fuego flavor. Flavor. I, you know what? I don't think I've had a taki before. Oh my gosh, man! They're they're spicy. They're citrusy. There's yeah. a a stupid amount of red dye number five in it. What about blue number forty? <laughs> that's oh, yeah. in the, that's in the blue ones. Yeah. That's, yeah, yeah. There's enough sodium and salt in them, by the way, to mummify a chihuahua ah! in every bag. Oh my so, god! So 
Yeah, I love Takis. That's that's my uh, that's my number two thankful food. I'm gonna have to go with a with a fruit myself oh, on number okay. three. All right, and I got to give some props to the East Side uh, Mexican Village, a very okay. well known Mexican restaurant in Mexican Town in Detroit okay. and Sterling Heights. They have the best papaya juice. I love oh. papaya juice. If okay. you've never had it, uh, it is choice. I like papayas. Papaya juice is amazing, and I miss it. Okay. And I, I don't drink it often because I love it so much. I don't want to get, you know. Yeah. It's like a treat for me. It's like a dessert. Yours are all kind of healthy-ish. <laughs> well, that's about the end of that. Minor, minor, far from that. My number three is the McDonald's McGriddle. Oh, my God. <laughs> it is the perfect hangover food. You have eggs, greasy sausage or bacon on it, cheese, I'm sure a stupid amount of MSG, and pancakes, and you take it all and you put it in handheld form. Yeah. And they're available all day now. Honorable mention, the steak, egg, and cheese burger, or mm-hmm. uh, bagel from McDonald's. Right. Honorable mention. But, yeah, you can you can get these. You can get these all day now. So, I mean, that means you can actually get them while you're getting drunk now. Yeah. Um, to jump in, our uh, my friend Kristen texted us and yeah. said, uh, grilled fresh peaches on pizza with shrimp. Oh, I like, okay. Bang um, Oh, interesting. That I've never had. So now, hey, when we get peaches and shrimp on pizzas, that is an interesting combo. But hey, I'm willing to try anything once within reason. Uh, number four for me, Mexican food. Yeah, just, just flat out Mexican Ms. food. Oh, tacos. tacos. Oh, dear God. Um, Condado tacos open down the street from uh, us, and we can't eat it yet. Soon. Soon. We're, we're only less than two months away now, Meeple. That's true. Less That's than true. two months away. Uh, my number four is Verner's. I haven't even lived here a year. And I am addicted to this. I dr- I don't drink pop. I don't drink soda. Yeah. There is, I, even right now, I'm not supposed to be drinking. I say not supposed to. I'm not drinking soda because mm-hmm. of this health journey that we're on. I still have Verner's in my fridge. It is a staple just in go. case I get sick. You know? Yeah. Just it's for health reasons. Abs- yes. 100%. Number five for me is one that uh, I don't know if you've ever heard of this, but it is a, uh, I'm Hungarian, uh-huh. mostly Hungarian. It is a Hungarian dish. Okay. And it's called chicken peprikash. Peprikash is a uh, known throughout uh, Belgium and hung- Hungary and Russia, uh, you know, that area. Uh-huh. But chicken peprikash made with Hungarian paprika is the best meal you'll ever have. Interesting. It's basically right. a pep. You just load this sour cream based sauce in. Okay. Hungarian paprika. And it's got a very smoky flavor to it, but it's very dull. So when you just light it up, yeah. it just heightens this flavor. And then you cook chicken in that sauce so that it literally falls off the bone. And then you oh, make flour man. dumplings. And you serve the sauce over the dumplings. It is um, legendary. I think talking food. about food at 7.30 in the morning while we're on a diet was a bad idea. <laughs> You thinking? <laughs> I don't know. I'm finally, gonna go eat a celery stick. Right. Finally, my number five food that I am most thankful for. It is another liquid, and I think we can all agree to this one. Beer! <laughs> Yay! It makes my sad thoughts happy. Thank you, beer, for making my sad thoughts happy. God bless beer. It's healthy. How did you know I was gonna say beer? 
because we're both our minds <laughs> our minds are both in the same place we right didn't now, bro. share that list and he looked at me and i went he's gonna say beer and he did <laughs> Best friends. <laughs> we did get one call for uh, somebody who was thankful for some other food. Uh, turkey dinner. Turkey dinner. I like it. Now, do you cover your turkey in anything in particular? Do you uh, just gravy and um, all kinds of all kinds of things. Are, are you the kind of person that the day after makes one of those leftover sandwiches? Absolutely. Oh yeah. man, you know what? You grill. You grill that with some bread and some cheese on it. Oh man, you're in heaven. <laughs> That's right. That's right. Have a great day. Hey, Thank you. you appreciate Thanksgiving. it. Thanksgiving. And apologies to Quincy who just hit us up on the app. We made her very, very hungry this morning at yep, seven thirty. Our bad. Sorry. Happy Thanksgiving. Kalamazoo's Rock Station 107.7 RKR. Rock Morning Show with Meatball. And Mark Frankhouse. Live from the Climax Solar Studios. Um, a lot of a lot of cool stories going around about uh, what players are doing with their NIL money in uh, college football. And we had that story recently about the Ohio State player that bought suits for all of his uh, um, all of his teammates. So they all look good on game day and stuff. Um, which they're going to need this week because they're going to play Michigan. <laughs> is that game in Ann Arbor or where is that game? That's in Ohio. It's in Ohio. It's, yeah. a, it's at the other place. It's yep. in that nutty place or whatever. No. Um, well, don't leave Michigan out of this, you know, good deed stuff for NIL money. Blake Corum running back for Michigan. This is the second year he's done this now. He's using his NIL money, which is the name image likeness uh, money that right. college athletes can now get. He's using his money to buy turkey dinners for families in Ypsilanti. That's really cool. Uh, who need them for Thanksgiving. This is the second year he's done that, actually. Um, he's from Virginia. I'm not exactly sure what the tie specifically to Ypsilanti is, except maybe I I know he volunteers for some programs that work with kids. Okay. And I wonder if maybe it's based out of Ypsilanti. I'm not entirely sure. Yeah, I don't know. Um, it's interesting. But, I have to look into that. Yeah, but uh, but yeah, Sunday he was out uh, out and about delivering food uh, to these families with, I think it was his friend and a couple of the other nonprofits he works with. And um, yeah, it was it was actually kind of surprising to see him out because he left the game against Illinois with an injury. Like he hurt his yeah, knee. He actually was, I guess he was suited up and like ready to go back in, but he just yeah. had, I think it was just a contusion. Okay. So that's all it is. He but should he, be good to go this yeah, Saturday. He, he said, he said he was going to be fine, but yeah, he was, he's, he's out using his NIL money for the greater good, for the people around him and his communities in Michigan and stuff. Super cool, man. He's making, yeah. making a big difference for, for all these different people and stuff. And I, I have to tell you like, good for him. Um, I, I'm not ashamed to admit that I would not be using my NAL money that way. <laughs> like, I'm a good person. I'm not that good a person. <laughs> what would you spend it on? Um, you know, probably vinyl. Uh, I'm, I'm addicted to different ball caps. So I'd probably be buying ball caps, concert tickets, and beer. I mean, I, literally, Straight that's up. what I would be, plain and yeah. simple. <laughs> yeah. Blow it, I'll have nothing left. And Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I could be a player in the NFL, make like, you know, thousands of dollars on NIL, or, or play a player in college football, making thousands of dollars on my NIL, not get drafted in the NFL and be like, well, it was fun while it lasted. I guess I'll work at Wendy's. This is the Rocker Morning Show. We're going to pay the rent. With Meatball. With our rock. And Mark Frankhouse. <laughs> On 1077 RKR, The Rocker. 
Kalamazoo's Rock Station 107.7 RKR Rock Morning Show with Meatball, Mark Frank House on the line. Somebody uh, very interesting and guarantee you if you've been all over social media, you've seen this guy, Jimmy Gadomsky, on the phone with us. How are you, man? I'm doing really well. Fant- um, yeah. <laughs> any, any day above ground's a good one, right? Exactly. Well, of course, of course. The water. I was going to say, you know, a good day for you is spent under the water, I would say. Um, <laughs> Jimmy Gadomsky with us, Underwater Explorer. Uh, again, welcome to the Rocker Morning Show. I just want to point out something. You and your dive team have been all over my uh, my social media pages recently for something that you guys discovered. This 20-foot segment of the uh, the Space Shuttle Challenger that you found in the waters off the coast of Florida this is huge. Like, this is massively huge, and you got to be a part of that. Yeah, I, I couldn't believe it when we found it, uh, and it's blown up all over the world. I have friends reaching out from, I haven't heard from in 10 years, and they're, I got buddies all over the place, and they're <laughs> oh, uh, yeah. in England, Dubai, and they're, they're like, hey, look, we see you on the news. <laughs> <laughs> when you first saw this underwater, because, I mean, first of all, were you looking for this, or, like, was it just you stumbled upon it? Like, what was the motivation to be searching where you were at? So we uh, had a bunch of plane uh, targets that day. We were actually looking for the plane uh, rescue plane that went searching for the disappearance of Flight 19 that got lost into the Bermuda Triangle. Okay. Oh. And uh, as they got lost, this rescue plane went out looking for them to try and save them and whatnot, and they got lost as well. Okay. Uh, and we figured they crashed, and we're fl- following their flight flight plan and have all these targets that we're trying to hit. And this was our last target of the day, so I jump in, and visibility was, like, very bad. It was, like, maybe three feet. Yeah. I barely see my hand in front of my face. And I know I found some kind of aircraft material, but this has been – it looked a lot different than uh, – any of the other aircrafts that we had go up until this point. And um, it turns out since the viz was so bad, we had to go back and do a second dive on it. And uh. then we really knew it had all these weird little orange tiles all over it. <laughs> and we're like, we found something very significant. We need to bring it to the attention of NASA. And uh, they informed us that we found indeed a piece of the Challenger. <laughs> wow. Did you have any inclination like, holy crap, I think I may have just found a piece of a Challenger, <laughs> like when you first saw it? I knew it was a very modern spacecraft, but yeah. it, it was big and it, it looked different from the other ones. And I'm like, okay, so something's not right here. This isn't uh, This isn't what we're looking for, clearly. But yeah. this is something that we need to do a second dive on and uh, kind of bring it to the rest of the team and get some outside opinions on this. And uh, it, we figured it out pretty quickly. Now, when you did get that confirmation, because I have to imagine you guys obviously had to come up and, and make that call. When you did con- get that confirmation, tell me about the, the mood in the room when you got that call. It was shocking. I mean, it, it brought all these guys back to uh, when that had happened. I mean, they, this happened before, like, I was born in 86. So, mm-hmm. but I grew up knowing about this my entire life. Right. So it was, uh, it was very shocking for, for all of us. Like, did we just find what we think we found? And like, we had to keep it quiet for a while until we could actually confirm everything and, uh, go down and get a good look at it. But it was, uh, it, it was shocking and, uh, very, for a, a bit there. <laughs> oh, well, the whole reason you are out yeah. there is you guys you guys are doing this series, the Bermuda Triangle into Cursed Waters. Now, was the series planned before this happened, or did you kind of build the series around this? No, they, this actually wasn't even planned to... Uh, we, we were just diving some plane wrecks and shipwrecks, and uh, 
then when we found this, we, we had to be very sensitive with this information and even ask NASA if we could broadcast this on TV. True. And uh, the thing was, they, they want to make the announcement prior to us ever making any kind of announcement with right. announcements for it. That's why everybody has heard about it uh, thus far. But in this series, it's a six-episode series, uh, there's many discoveries that we come across in this, uh, this entire miniseries that we're doing. Okay. And we have a discovery each episode, which is super exciting. What other sunken ships or findings have you been a part of? Anything that maybe also have made headlines or maybe just one that was special to you? Well, I, outside of uh, outside of what we've done <laughs> with this series, um, I've worked the wreck of the Pulaski for uh, oh. years now. And I was able to name that wreck based off a candlestick holder that uh, I found on my third dive on it. Oh, and wow. we got the full claim to that wreck because that's well offshore of North Carolina. And uh, since then, we've pulled off gold, silver, pocket watches, a, a ton of stuff. So they, that's, cool. that's one that will always stand out in, uh, in my discoveries <laughs> have you ever done any diving in the great lakes by chance yes uh i've done qu quite a bit of diving in the great lakes uh we've done uh lake huron and uh, we did like presque isle area up there oh, nice. a lot of the deep shipwrecks and those wrecks are amazing because they're wooden wrecks and they're sitting upright on the bottom it's like your picture perfect movie scene in the great lakes <laughs> <laughs> That's super, super cool. Well, we are, we're excited for this series, um, premiering tonight, Bermuda Triangle into Cursed Waters on the History Channel. Jimmy Gadonski, we really appreciate your time today, man. And congratulations on finding probably one of the coolest things anyone's ever found in the ocean. Thank you so much. And, uh, yeah, thanks for having me. Tune into the show. Uh, it's going to be super exciting. And, uh, I can't wait to see the rest of the discoveries broadcast live. Same, man. Appreciate your time, Jimmy. You guys have a good day. You want to hear more with our interview with Jimmy Gadomsky about his dive and finding parts of the Challenger shuttle. It is up in full on the Rocker app right now on demand. Dallas News Rock Station 107.7 RKR Rock Morning Show with Meatball. And Mark Frankhouse. Live for the Climax Solar Studios. Got some big things that we're hooking up for you right now. We are giving mm. you a chance to fly out to San Antonio to see Trans-Siberian Orchestra powered by Live Nation. And what's going down is if you get signed up at the TSO in Texas tab at WRKR.com, we could be flying you and a friend out with a huge travel package. I mean, this mm -hmm. thing is ridiculous. We're putting you up in the Hilton, picking you up from the airport. Of course, you're going to get two VIP tickets to see TSO at the AT&T Center. But we're putting you up in a hotel, too, and giving you $500 on top phenomenal. of it. Just as absolutely phenomenal way to end your year yeah. december 30th in san antonio in the warm warm weather <laughs> where it's gonna be probably 70 80 degrees but let's say <laughs> that you like actually seeing tso in the winter weather no problem we're actually giving you a pair of tickets to see tso in grand rapids and that's coming up next weekend december 4th and we got five pairs of tickets that we're giving away right now on the rocker app click that tso grand rapids button Get signed up, and then when we get back from Thanksgiving, we'll get you hooked up. We're going to give five pairs of tickets away to see TSO in Grand Rapids. Tons of ways to see Trans-Siberian Orchestra this year with The Rocker. Check it out. It's up on The Rocker. Two for Tuesday, Kalamazoo's Rock Station 107.7 RKR. Rock and Morning Show with Meatball. And Mark Frankhouse. Live from the Climax Solar Studios. So uh, they're they're making changes, I guess, and they're going to reopen the downtown movie theater in Kalamazoo, which is awesome. Yeah. Uh, this is great news. But... You know, clearly movie theaters have been struggling since the pandemic, and 
I think opening this is a is a great idea. You know, not that I don't enjoy yeah. the, the I, I I enjoy going to see movies of the IMAX in Portage, but having something right downtown in Kalamazoo, good quality theater, great idea. Yeah. But I, there's some ideas that we have up on the Rocker app that might make it just a little more extra mm-hmm. to make sure it sticks around this time. That's probably a good idea because, again, movie theaters are, especially with, like you said, especially with the pandemic, yeah. it just screwed a lot of things up. But it is a fun location for a movie theater. Absolutely. So, yeah. You can go see a movie and then you can go, you know, walk up and down the mall, go to a couple bars and stuff. It's a, it's a great it's a great idea for like, you know, people going on a date to go to yep. a movie and then you go have dinner and do whatever, you know, it's all within a couple of blocks. Right. But that being said, people have really been cherishing the experiences in life now since the pandemic, not just going to sit in a place where you can, you know, sit at home and watch a movie, but, you know, away. Right. There's something about the added thing that you can get when you go out and experience stuff. So these are some ideas that might help this movie theater just go that next notch up from other movie theaters. Yeah. One of them devote entirely one of the one of the theaters to video games. Oh, that would be sweet. That'd be awesome, right? Dude. Just or- go in and like here's the video game like this is and just have a bunch of consoles. Mhm. Mm-hmm. Or you could just rent the theater with you and your your buddies and play Mario Kart. Oh my god, Mario Kart would be great. We used to do LAN parties in college where we'd hook up all the Xboxes in the dorms and play like Halo. Which is that's Halo awesome. tournaments, which is that's really, awesome. really cool. So I think that's a great idea. Um, you can use headphones if you want, or if you're just playing like single player type of stuff. Yeah. <laughs> you know, just through that giant Dolby <laughs> sound <laughs> system. You hit somebody with a blue shell from Mario Kart, and the whole, the whole theater just goes. <gasps> <laughs> oh, my God. Um, you could turn one of the theaters into a bar, and by that, like, Put a bar on one side of it so, like, you can get up and actually go get you a drink and come back and sit down. Um, I mean, I like having a drink while I'm watching a movie. Depending yeah, on the movie. I've g- never really done that, though, okay. to be honest with you. All right. Uh, $2 nights. Doesn't have to be anything crazy. Maybe it's just a good classic movie that's up. Okay. You know, uh, there's certain movies that I wish I would have seen in the movie theater that I never got a chance to. Would love to do that again. So, $2 nights, I think that'd be fun. Um, and then host special events. I know some movie theaters, especially after the pandemic, did this to um, kind of make up some of their losses. But they would uh, they would host groups and be like, what movie do you want to watch? And then you set the movie up. You have areas in the back where you can have food and do yeah. all kinds of group stuff and, and whatnot. Like, I think that's a great idea. You know, maybe you're watching family films. Maybe you're watching your you rent it out with your your significant other on your anniversary or something like that and watch your wedding video that day or something like you mm-hmm. can do cool stuff. You know, for something like that. Yeah. Neat experience type of thing. Uh, there is one thing that I would add to the list that we don't have up on the Rocker app. What's that? One of the theaters needs to be a full-blown, like, interactive theater. And, and, and any kind of interaction with the movie is encouraged. So, like, when you go to see those special editions of, like, Rocky Horror Picture Show. Yeah. People are dressed up and they're throwing the rice during the wedding scene and stuff and shouting things oh, at the yeah. screen and no stuff, doubt. you know. That kind of idea. So do Rocky Horror Picture Show. Do uh, Lawrence, Lawrence of Arabia. No, what's the movie that the uh, Arabian Nights or something like that? That's that's got another kind of cold following type of deal. Okay. Uh, do Shrek. You know where you're singing along with the movie ah. and stuff. All of and then like for horror movies, for scary movies, all those inner thoughts that you have that you yeah. want to keep quiet in the theater. Like oh hell no, don't go in there. Ah. No no no, don't do it. <laughs> like I would pay for that experience, man. 
I would absolutely pay for that experience. In oh the my movie. god! Kalamazoo's Rock Station 107.7 RKR Rock and Morning Show with Meatball and Mark Frankhouse live for the Climax Solar Studios. Did you? Uh, did you and your parents used to do like uh, uh, house lights and stuff for for Christmas? Oh yeah, totally. Yeah. Did, were you real simple, or did you get like go Clark W. Griswold so, on it? So this was actually really cool. So this is kind of what I. Uh, this is kind of what I miss. My dad doesn't go all out anymore because, again, it's tough. Yeah. Like, you know, doing so much. Um, it It's arduous to do the Christmas lights. Oh, yeah. But one thing I always liked about my house growing up, you know, my parents, you know, like to decorate the house and stuff with Christmas lights. But my, my parents' house was always the blue house. It was nothing but blue lights. Okay. It was cool. It just stood out from the rest of the entire... Because you could go around the neighborhood. We lived in a subdivision. Mm-hmm. Everybody had the colorful lights or just the white ones. We were the only house with just blue lights. It was yeah. really cool. I That's miss that. Cool. So I'm pretty sure... I, I figured out later in life that my my dad... Um, we had a house when we lived in Oklahoma that had this like walkway to the front door. Yeah. And, and we never used it because we would park. We were on like a corner lot. So we would park and we'd use the back door more than anything. Right. Everybody else, you know, that came to our house, they parked in the back. That's where they came in the house. So the front door was only ever used by like the mailman. Okay. And Jehovah's Witnesses and <laughs> stuff like that, you know. <laughs> uh. But every year he would do, we had the, you know, the standard big bulb, you know, multicolor strings, you know, yeah. that we put on the house. He would run them up the the walkway of the front of the house. They would run along the front of this little porch area that we had and then across the top of the house. Okay. And I always thought it looked, you know, kind of nice and stuff. Uh, but people would always trip over the lights on the front. Oh, God. Um, the front <laughs> walkway. And so inevitably there would be broken bulbs every year. People just tripping over them or stepping on them or something. Yeah. So, you know... I, it hit me one time and I was like, why did he keep doing that if they kept getting broken? And then like you have those moments of like, oh, your parents are doing this for you, you know, type right. of moment. I was just like, man, dad was decorating that house just for us. Because I remember when my brother and I were like done, we were we were growing up and, you know, it was just kind of like, yeah, we don't need all the extra fluffy stuff. Like we just right. stopped. <laughs> <laughs> we didn't really do that anymore. Dad just put stuff out on the yard. It's like it's one thing, plug it in, turn it on and it lights the whole house up like it's, it's done. It's yeah. But, you know, I have those memories of like, it was simple, but it was very, it was very kind of cool and reminiscent, you know, and nostalgic and stuff. And, and, uh, you know, I, I always liked the houses that put up a lot of lights, but mm-hmm. even those just clean, crisp and simple ones were good. Yeah. Um, but regardless around the Kalamazoo area, if you do put up lights, uh, on your home or on your, on your other buildings and stuff, like we want to see them this year. And if you do put up Christmas lights, we actually have an opportunity for you to win some cash, right? Yes, absolutely. $500 of Friends in Roach Home Improvement are hooking it up. Click that Light Up K-Zoo button on the 107.7 RKR app, and it's that simple. You send us a picture of your Christmas lights, and after, well, actually right before the holidays, we're going to be drawing a winner. That person's going to win $500. If your lights happen to look like my dad's uh, when we were growing up, you get bonus points for me. <laughs> doesn't mean anything for the competition necessarily, right. but I will appreciate